Why are you playing? You're not supposed to be playing! Alright, I think we're up and running. Okay. You want to bring us into this one? Sure. You are listening to a Christian and an atheist walk into a bar. I am your host and Charles Darwin fanboy, Jay Stukesbury. And with me, as always, is my co-host and Jesus' number one groupie, Ty Gallenbeck. <laughs> I need to stop drinking beer right as I'm getting ready to listen to that for the first time so I don't ever spit beer over everything. <laughs> So far, so good. Especially on our new fancy microphones. I know. We hope that you guys are enjoying this podcast more than any of the others already because the expensive microphones are supposed to make us sound better. So far, so good, I think. Yeah, we can't really hear it, but <laughs> <laughs> the test sounded good. Yeah. So, uh, what are we drinking tonight, Jay? We're drinking a... Double IPA from Eddie Line called Epic Day. And uh, Eddie Line is located in Buena Vista, Colorado, which is uh, located out in the Arkansas Valley, right? Correct. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun little town, and it's a good beer. It is. It's it's super heavy. I mean, it comes in to at 10%, mm-hmm. so you're not going to drink these all the time. No. But it is, it's delicious. It's not overly hoppy. Or you know, too bitter right. for a double IPA. Yeah, it's got a it's got a little bit of a fruity aroma to it. So it's for a double IPA, it's pretty um, moderate as far as the the bitterness is concerned. It's well balanced. Yeah. So if you're ever in Buena Vista or Buena Vista, Buna. depending on who you are, <laughs> apparently depending on your religious affiliation, how you say it, <laughs> um, natives call it Buena. I, uh, I've always said Buena. And I I've know, lived here my whole life because that's the appropriate Spanish. <laughs> but you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> so if you're ever there, make sure you go check that out. Um, it's a great little spot. Uh, I will also, just because we're talking about Buna or Buena Vista, um, if you're ever there and want to drink really good beer, go to the Jailhouse. A little shout out um, to some friends there. He actually used to work at Eddie Line and now opened up this great little craft brew bar there. So nice. check him out if you're ever in that area. Um, but this is good. I can dig it. Yeah. So, all right. So, Jay, I'm going to let you tell people what we're talking about tonight because this was kind of your brainchild. Okay. And we'll see where it goes. So, you know, we've, we've, we've always had some sort of central topic, you know, something that we kind of go back and forth on. And I thought we'd try something a little different, you know, try to mix things up a little bit. And I don't know really how it popped into my head, but I thought, wouldn't it be fun uh, to really get to know both of us? And the the deep choices that we would make and the way we think about things if we played a nice game of Would You Rather. Um, and it's always a fun conversation starter. You know, it, it can either lead to really bad arguments or just be a lot of good laughs. And usually that's what the, the, the intention of it is, just to start up a conversation and uh, have some laughs over it too. So um, I think we set... Uh, loose parameters for it we we each were tasked with writing our own questions uh some of them of a religious nature and some of them just for fun um and i thought we would just go back and forth with uh the chance to answer these questions so do you want to go first sure all right um i definitely so 
I tried to get a broad, broad spectrum of questions from more entertaining to more philosophical. Um, so we're going to start on the light side here with, I mean, time-honored, and this is a two-part question, but would you rather get in a fight with Mr. T or Chuck Norris? Oh, well. Hmm. I mean, you you know that you're not coming out of this. This is not going to be a good story if you're going against Chuck Norris. Well, it's going to be a good story. Well, it's not going to be good for me. <laughs> if you're going to if you live, it's yeah. going to be a great yeah, if I could story. tell the, if I live to tell the tale, yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like, you know, as a scrappy white guy that's watched some Rocky movies, I could probably at least hang with Mr. T for a little bit. <laughs> for a little bit. All right. Yeah. So uh, Here's the two-part question, because I think I would answer it the same. I would rather not fight Chuck Norris. But what if you put that into, instead of their characters, into real-life situation? Would uh, you rather fight Chuck Norris or Mr. T? As in their real-life personality? Correct. Mm. Who they are. Wow. I don't know. Because, you know, there might be a side to Chuck Norris in real life where it's just all hype. You know what I mean? Like, he's just lived off that for so long that he's actually probably gotten a little soft these days. Right. And that's another part of that question. Are we talking about Chuck Norris and Mr. T in their very current states? Uh, let's say in the height of their career. Hmm. But as the person they really are, not okay. their persona. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. You know, I think I think if if you were going just based off of who they are right now, I have a feeling that Mr. T would probably fight dirty in real life. That's kind of what I thought. Yeah, you know, and Chuck Chuck's got you know he's got a lot of discipline, but you could still punch below the belt a couple of times and get away with it. Right, and he you know he could probably still yeah. whoop some ass, but <laughs> <laughs> gonna have to edit. More. <laughs> Trying that's, to keep that explicit that's our one. sign off. That's our one. I've used it up. <laughs> All right. On to the next one. Okay. I'll go I'll go lighthearted as well, too. Um look at my list. Look at my list. Uh would you rather be covered head to toe in hair or be completely bald? Uh bald. Easy. Yeah. I hate hair. Yeah. Yeah. And in a house of three girls. <laughs> The hair drives me insane. Um, Are you yeah. constantly unplugging drains? And... Uh, nope, I don't do it. Oh. It, it grosses me out. Nope. That's why that is a no brainer for put, sure. Put that on the list of things Ty Gallenbeck doesn't do vote and clean up hair. That's Yes. I, I actually, so side, sidebar here, but when I was a lifeguard for years, um, cleaned up everything you can imagine, you know, vomit on the pool deck, feces, all of that kind of stuff. The Twinkie. Yep. But Babe Ruth bar. Babe Ruth bar. Uh, Twinkie. Right. Yeah. Twinkie would be an odd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but the one thing that would make me gag was having to clean the hair traps. Like, I couldn't do it. Interesting. Do it. So, Interesting. Yeah, that one was easy for all me. All right. Well, dang. Well, all right. Lobbed a softball. I, I've, got, I've got one just playing to your musical inclinations. Oh, no. Would you rather, for the rest of your life, 
at all times listen to either country music or Christian music? Uh, define country music. Any particular era? Anything iTunes labels as country. Okay. Um, I would probably actually go with country. And I, this might surprise you. I actually like country music. Oh, wow. Yeah. That does surprise yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I like, uh, I'm definitely an old timey fan. Right. You know, Hank Williams and Cash and a lot of those traditional okay. ones. And I can, I, I was forced to listen to a lot of Garth Brooks when I was mm. young. So I have a little bit of a soft side to him. And I can't believe I'm admitting this over the radio. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, I would definitely pick country. Right. Um, Mostly just because I probably would not. I, I would, there's a less chance of, of me stabbing my eyes out for eternity. Then, wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I thought with your punk rock roots, that <laughs> country may be more. Of I've a been in Delta <laughs> long enough that I, ha- I have to have a little bit oh, of country, gosh. a little bit of country, a little bit of rock and roll. Every wedding I've ever DJed has been torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're never gonna get a DJ job again now. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> um, all right. So, would you rather have no thumbs or be all thumbs on your hand? Oh, jeez. In my current line of work, that is a very difficult question. Yeah. Ah. Uh, Wow. Um, <laughs> and all I, most people would be like thinking about opening car doors or, you know, stuff like that. And all I can think of, how would I do card tricks? Yeah, like how that? would you shuffle? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I would have to go no thumbs. Really? Yeah. You get, you still get four? I'm assuming that's how that would work. Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah. Have four you, get, fingers. you get four fingers on each hand. Yeah, I feel like I could figure out more. With four fingers than I could with all thumbs. Interesting. So pinkies are pretty important to <laughs> card magic, so I want to keep those around. You heard the secret here. That's right. Exposure. <laughs> Pen and Teller have nothing on me. Uh, all right. Uh, this is one I actually posed to my wife just to see what she said. Um and this is a little more philosophical, but would you rather lose all of your money and valuables or all of the pictures you have ever taken? I've, I've heard that one before. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a tough one because uh, I'm, I'm a big photo person. I like to take a lot of pictures. Um, I think I've... Man, that is a tough one. So I guess like I'd ask this qualifying question then. So can you never ever like accumulate wealth ever again, where it would just be all of your just possessions, and then you have to start all over? I, I'm a, I'm reading it as you're starting over. Okay. But my hang-up with this question is the valuables piece, because mm-hmm. what is all defined? Mm-hmm invaluables yeah well i will say that uh we we have a um a fireproof safe that we keep in our house that has 
important documents, things of that nature. But we also put all our SD cards in there, too, for pictures oh, and stuff wow. like that, too. So if something happens, we can just grab it. It's seriously just like the size of a suitcase, and we can head out the door. So I guess at the end of the day, that's still kind of both. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I Pick know. one, Jay. I, oh, this is hard. <laughs> I just, I guess, for the sake of nostalgia, it'd be hard to get rid of photos, you know, because I think most stuff you can buy again, you know, Um, and you know, like the end of the day, it's just stuff. It's just consumer stuff that can easily uh, we can make more money and buy more stuff again. But you can't recreate pictures, you know, Um, especially now since becoming a parent and just kind of watching the the development from day one to where we are and looking back and forth like i that's something i enjoy on a daily basis you know it's actually one of the nice things about i uh i enjoy about facebook where it has like the memory on this day that you can revisit you know so at the end of the day you know um everything's digitized too so right that makes it a lot easier to make that choice but yeah i think i would go with photos i would would keep the photos how about you uh i (sighs) I think probably I would have to go with I would rather keep the photos. Mm-hmm. Um, the valuables line is weird for me because there's certain things, you know, mementos and things like that that you could never recreate. You sure. could never buy again. You could never get back. Sure. Um, and some of those things are the things that make that a difficult question for me if it's house possessions those things Mm -hmm. um yeah but you know yeah maybe the question would be better framed would you save everything that's sentimental versus would you save everything that's you know financial or or right well then it becomes a no-brainer yeah 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 then it's easy yeah so all right uh all right so it's my turn let's let's switch it up uh would you rather live in a world of many religions who are constantly feuding with each other or a world with no religion and world peace? Wow. That's a good one. Uh, I I think I would probably pick peace. Mm-hmm. Um and the religious side of me says because I feel like that's the way things were designed to be. Mm-hmm. And so even if there is an inherent absence of religion on earth, that if there is a God, um, he would rather see things as he created them to be than mm-hmm. in turmoil. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how I would answer that yeah. question. I would rather live in a world of peace, period. Yeah. I was well, I was trying to think of how could I... Because that's an easy question for me. Right. Obviously. Absolutely. So that's kind yeah. of a no-brainer. But I was thinking, how could I make that question more difficult for me? And I I decided that keep the first half, you know, world full of religion that's constantly feuding. Or everybody's the same religion. Just like it's just... Right across the board and it's a world at peace and i think i would still i would actually be okay with being a part of that one religion if it was a world of peace right yeah i i think so i think there's just so much more to gain mm-hmm. i think as a not even a society as 
people as humans mm-hmm. what you could accomplish mm-hmm. in that kind of environment and that's so. and that's still hard too because I, I would always think that that mean that there's not a lot of diversity of thought or things of that nature yeah. but i i would much rather see you know people not being bombed and things right. of that nature yeah i would agree um all right i gotta find another good one here Ooh, all right, well, we'll into the superhero Marvel comics, kind of. Would you rather be completely invisible for one day, or be able to fly for one day? Hmm. If it's one day, I feel like you get more value out of flying. You can cover a lot more ground. You know, I think the whole concept of it is this is you've got a you've got a short, you know, finite amount of time with this particular skill or right. or superpower. So you want to kind of maximize it. So I feel like if I wanted to really take full advantage of it from an economic standpoint, I think flying would be the trick. Interesting, because I think I'd want to you know I'd want to see as much of the world as I could. You know, fly over the Grand Canyon, check right. out the. The pyramids. I mean, I don't know how fast I can fly, but right. I am assuming that it's, you got twenty four hours. Yeah, I can. I can make it work. You know, uh, I better plan it correctly though, just in case I run out in over the you know Pacific Ocean or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I would pick flying. Yeah. How about you? Uh, <laughs> if I was, it <laughs> hmm, morals make this more difficult. Yeah. Because I think absence of morals, I would take invisible all yeah, day long. Really? Because the mischief you could cause it's true. would be wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, yeah, you, you could go into places and see behind doors. and mm-hmm. Listen you know, in on conversations. Exactly. Yeah. In, in ways that you could never do. And some of that would just be fascinating. And sure. Some of that would be, you know... The fly, I mean, the seeing the world piece, that would be the same way I would go with flying, too. Mm-hmm. It would be nothing else except to be able to experience everything this world has mm-hmm. to offer. So, mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. if, if you did the invisibility thing, too, that would make a hell of a magic show, too. Oh, man, yeah. For one day, I could be, <laughs> I could be the best. <laughs> except I'd get no credit for it, which was a would-you-rather question somewhere on here. But... <laughs> Um, would you rather live a thousand years, one lifetime of a thousand years, or 10 100 year increments spanned over an indeterminate amount of time? Uh, I think the question from, well, I think they have to be assuming that those 100-year increments are completely separate of each other. Right. Otherwise, it's just back-to-back a thousand. Yeah. It's Start over thing. and go yeah. again. So a little bit of the 17th century, a little bit in the 14th, you know, all over the place. Um, I, I would go a thousand years then. Yeah? Just because of the amount of knowledge and experience you would accumulate would be so valuable. 
I mean, I know I'm way smarter than I was <laughs> 10 years ago. Um, so to make that exponential, you know, hundreds of years, yeah. you know, yeah. the amount of wealth of knowledge you would have, I, w- I would take a thousand years. Yeah. I think I would actually do the opposite. I yeah. would like it spread out a little bit. Huh. Just because then you have the opportunity to see a lot more of history and, uh, you know, different time spans. Yeah, and, but you don't you don't recognize any of that. Like, you wouldn't realize that you're experiencing enough. different things. Fair enough. If they're all separate. I also know that I feel like I would get bored after the first century of well, living. Yeah, there would definitely be... I mean, if I'm get to 95 years old and I'm like a 95 year old today and the rest of my life is spent like that. Oh heck no. Yeah. I don't want that yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's really part of the question, but how do you age? Yeah. Yeah. I think that I th- pays a big thing right there. Yeah. Cause in our current state of being, I tell my wife all the time, I want to die when I'm 70. Cause you know, there's just that downhill portion is rough. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Even though I consider everything after twenty five downhill, but yeah, I didn't think I'd live this long. <laughs> there were moments <laughs> in my life where I definitely didn't think yeah, I'd live this when, long. When we were going back to fifteen year old Jay, I didn't, I, I didn't really have this far in advance, so that it's reflected in my four hundred one k too. So. <laughs> oh, all right, we need a we need a good one. Um, See, some of these, you look at other people's and they seem like no-brainers to me. Like, would you rather find true love or a suitcase with $5 million? $5 million. (laughs) Just kidding, honey. I was like, Carrie, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, She would probably tell me to take the money, too. I'll meet up with you later. (laughs) I don't don't have to love you. I don't (laughs) Find my sugar daddy. Uh, what else do you got? I got to find another good okay, one here. Okay. Um, my list is not as well thought out as yours at this point. Uh, okay, we'll, we'll go religious here. Would you rather be a the leader of hell or a peon in heaven? I gotta go heaven yeah. with my belief system. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Darn, that I thought I was gonna get no, you. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> um, and part of that has to do with an understanding of, well, my understanding of what heaven and hell are. But, sure. You know. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's that's an easy one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's an easy one because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be a peon in heaven, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm preparing myself now for that. As long as you know your role. Yeah. Uh, I, this is not philosophical in any way, but it is a good question, especially for you and considering your line of work. Would you rather give up bathing for a month or give up internet for a month? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I mean, I've, I think I've given up bathing for a month every <laughs> once in a while. It's been a while. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it for me. <laughs> Um, that's why it's nice we have this table in between us so <laughs> you can't quite smell me. Um, that's right. You know, I I think, though, uh, I, there's there's definitely been times, though, after, you know, five or six days where you get, you know, 
itchy and things like that. I, I could probably live without the internet for a month just fine, you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I definitely would have to find a different line of work, though. But at least I would probably be a little bit more presentable for the, the job interview, too, <laughs> given that I bathe on a regular basis. So Yeah, yeah I think I'd have to pick um, giving up the internet for the month. Wow, man. Yeah. That'd be tough. Yeah. That'd be just, very tough. I just don't like rashes and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. That's one of those, if you were one of those snarky, like, literists, you'd be like, well, I could shower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could run through the car wash really quickly. <laughs> yeah. No. I, uh, I, I usually try to bathe on a regular basis. Try. Yeah. I try. Yeah. Yeah, you know, once you have kids, it becomes kind of like yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there's something about it, yeah, especially when they're newborn. Oh yeah, you actually have to have a moment where you're like you you do the sniff test, <laughs> you know, you, you, and you actually have to help your spouse too. Be like, yeah, yeah no, we we've, we've become nose blind. Yeah, I can smell you from over here. So. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely uh, something that you do less frequently when you have children. Yes, the lack of sleep gets to you. Yes, yes, it does. Okay. Um, oh, let's do a funny one. <clears throat> Would you rather have a bell ring every time that you're aroused or loudly announce that you're about to fart? <laughs> okay, read that again. <laughs> Would you rather have a bell ring every time that you're aroused or have to loudly shout every time that you're about to fart. Oh, like is this entire life or starting now? <laughs> there, there is a difference to that question. Uh, I feel like okay. Well, ex- okay. So, like, if you're back in high school and yeah, then I'm taking the yelling. I think <laughs> you know, those teenage years sitting in class, I don't need the bell going off. But starting now, it's not a big deal. Ah, it, would, it would be much less frequent. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, I'm glad our wives don't don't regularly listen to this. Although my uh, wife is caught up now, actually. Wow, yeah. I'm not sure my wife's listened to any episode yet, uh, <laughs> which may be why I'm saying that. I'm just going to carry a bell around nowadays. <laughs> Whenever I see her, <laughs> we come in to eat, and Jay's going to be back. Ding, there. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. yeah, yeah. And that, it, but if it, yeah, if it was nowadays, yeah, take the shouting any day. <laughs> I, I would probably, you know, who knows? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's a good. All right, along those lines, this is one of my favorite. Would you rather questions of all time? Would you rather sneeze marbles or sweat cheese? Things to consider: airplanes. Long road trips. Hmm. Okay, just sneeze marbles or sweat cheese. Correct. Um, this is going to sound a little gross, and it goes back to the bathing uh, question from before. Uh, I am a sweaty guy. I perspire very easily. <laughs> um, so there would be a lot of cheese. Uh, uh, but also, I really like cheese, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to lie, I probably would eat it. I would probably eat Jay's sweaty cheese. 
Um, <laughs> and I think I probably could brand it too because there's also a lot of cheese out there that is really funky. That's true. And people spend a lot of money on funky cheese, especially hipsters. Hipster right. millennials love really funky cheese. And I think Jay's sweaty funky cheese could actually have a marketplace. <laughs> I could do pairings with it. You've you know, got the branding yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go buy the domain name right now. Actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, yeah, and I don't like sneezing. I, I really hate it. Yeah. I used to be I used to be a, a one time sneezer when I was growing up. Like just that was automatic. Then my 20s, I became a two sneezer, and now it's just like endless. You know, oh, like geez. especially moving out to the country. When I first was like a kind of assaulted with a lot of the stuff in the air and allergies and things like that. Um, so yeah, I'm not a big sneezing fan. Yeah. I feel like sneezing marbles might kind of hurt too. Yeah, there might be some ricochet issues that you have to take in consideration. Like you're driving and you just, especially me right now. If if you catch me in the middle of of allergy season, I could just like destroy my windshield right then and there. <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I think I would have to go with the sweating cheese. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's. That is the first time I've ever heard someone <laughs> monetize the sweating cheese. I'm, so I'm, well I'm, played. I'm the capitalist, so <laughs> I, that's what I like. You know. How about you? Would you? I I choose sweating cheese, but I am a very not sweaty person. Uh, like I don't, unless I'm doing a lot of physical activity. I think it would be very easy to maintain. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sneezing marbles just sounds dangerous. Yeah, I would hate to kill some little kid yeah like I, i'm yeah. imagining it's coming out at a pretty yeah, high velocity exactly too. yeah i i feel the same way it's not just some little like oh a marble fell out of my nose right like, i think it's projectile yeah I, I think you'd probably have some assault charges on you highly likely yeah yeah murder yeah. charges who knows yeah hell of a way to go <clears throat> okay would you rather oh i had it and i lost it Hilarious. Would you rather travel the world confined to a wheelchair or be able-bodied but stuck within a 50-mile radius? Mm, travel the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my uncle has cerebral palsy and is in a wheelchair, and so we've actually I've done wheelchair basketball events and wow. all those kind of things. Um just with them and i think i mean to experience like flying to experience the world would mm-hmm. be so worth it mm-hmm. so worth it even in a chair 100 mm-hmm. percent. yeah yeah you yeah i do the same yeah yeah i i feel like uh there's a lot of accommodations for wheelchairs i mean obviously it's 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 limiting but i feel like it would be a uh I think it'd be a much more it'd be a rich life in comparison yeah. to being stuck in the same area. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Living in a small town, we see the harms of <laughs> staying in a small area. Right, right, and never leaving. That's right. Uh, all right, this is a good one, uh, and I don't know what I would choose on this yet. So, would you rather know the history of every object you touched? Or be able to talk to animals. Hmm. That's a hard one. 
I am... There's two things you need to know about me. I'm a huge history buff, um, but I'm also a, a huge, huge animal lover. Yeah, I am a big animal lover. Um, man, I don't know. I'm trying to think of you know what what objects I can touch and what what information you can get from them. You know, I feel like that would almost be like sensory overload. You know. Yeah. Because you come in contact with a lot of different things, you know, just from well, here, just... I'm thinking just money alone. Right. Like a $20 bill. Yeah. The entire history of a $20 bill. Yeah. That's... Man. I, I feel like that would just be too much information, you know? Uh, I probably would go with the animals and, and being Dr. Doolittle. Uh, just mostly because I've... Uh, like I said, I'm a big animal lover. Um, I feel like it would be uh, a little bit more interesting experience, uh, and you definitely get a little uh, better sense about you know the pets we have, but also we have a lot of animals that just running free throughout our, our neighborhoods as well, too. So right. you get a kind of an idea about what's going on in their heads. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'd pick the talking to the animals. I'd go Dr. Doolittle on this one. Hmm. How about you? I, I don't... I I think I would go history. Yeah. Yeah. And mostly for I like stories. I like, you know, any any time you acquire something with like an interesting background. Sure. Um I love hearing all of that stuff. But then also like you know, like I think about like family stuff mm-hmm. and to know your family's history and like to be able to, you know, touch a picture that my grandma has and to understand everything that went into that moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that'd be cool to see. Yeah. I think, I think that's the one thing that's like keeping me too, is that if I can be very selective about what those items are, you know, if I just walked around with gloves for the most time (laughs) that, you know, I'm, I'm making up rules about this, how how this power works. You always do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine if you had some sort of degree of separation, then you can selectively pick what those things you want to learn about. Because otherwise, man, I think trying to anything you come in contact with, you know, just like the beer we're holding here, this paper, it's just kind of a a very rough industrial thing too, where it's not that interesting, and you have to be careful about what you're right. touching. You know, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Mostly. There, there's also something we haven't said is like, what about the things you that you touch that you discover things that you wish you would have never known? Right. Fast food burgers? Oh, Ooh, like, yeah. There, yeah. There could be some that would almost make me change my mind Yeah, in some of those. Well, like, it it probably at least change your diet. It, probably for the quicker. better. Yeah. yeah, that could be true. Yeah. So <laughs> All right. Um probably got time for a couple more here. Okay. Um would you rather age from the neck up only, or the neck down only. Oh wow! That's super tough. Neck up only, or neck? I think I have to go neck down, mm-hmm. just because I would be afraid of. Gosh, I don't know though. The, it, it's the brain piece. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you if your neck up goes 
first, I guess you wouldn't realize that your body couldn't function. Mm -hmm. But if you're, yeah, that may be worse to have a fully functioning brain and not be able to do anything with it. I don't Mm. know. Mm. That'd be tough. Yeah, I I think I would go, I think I would still go neck down. Yeah. Neck down. Yeah. I think. (laughs) That's a good one. Yeah, because I think I would rather, if your brain never, if your brain never aged, technically wouldn't, well, no, you wouldn't live forever. Your heart would give out eventually. Yeah, I think it's just yeah. the aging part. You know, it's yeah. it's you, something's going to give eventually. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think I'd rather be coherent and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Right. I'm I'm the same way. Yeah. In in my experience uh, with folks in my family, um, we've I have a history of dementia in my family as well too. Uh, I I think I would I would prefer to keep my wits about me in comparison to watching uh, certain family members the way they age and completely lose it, you know? Right. Because I still feel like even if I can keep my wits about me and still have a sense of humor about things that I would be able to cope better with that even if I was completely unable to move or or I was hooked up on dialysis or something like that. You know, something about losing my wits to me is really when you have no quality of life. Right. Yeah, I feel like that coming in and out of coherence and understanding would be rough. Mm -hmm. I would have a hard time with that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, would you rather be an amazing painter or brilliant mathematician? Uh, mathematician. Yeah. yeah, without a doubt. I would agree. But yeah. I have no artistic skills, so. <laughs> yeah. My life is going just fine without <laughs> being an amazing painter. <laughs> um, being an amazing ma- mathematician would be yeah, helpful. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be that would be a pretty nice skill set to have. Um, plus, I, I like math, too. I'm kind of a nerd about that. It was one of my favorite subjects. Um, I had another one. Okay. Uh, Would you rather sacrifice... Okay, just to set the the scene, too. uh, It's the end of the world, and you're out surviving on your own with your pets. Would you rather sacrifice your pet to have a meal or would you sacrifice a limb of your body to share with your pet to eat? I I think I I think into the world setting I I'm going to sacrifice a pet. Mm-hmm. And it's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to really suck. Yeah. But I think, yeah. I, I think if at the point I got to where I was like, nope, I'm going to cut a limb off, I would just say, eh, you know what, pet, you live. I'm going to, I'm just going to be done. You can eat me. Like, I think, I think if I got to that point, that's where I'd be at. No. So. I think I would do the same, and that's yeah. even coming from the animal lover yeah. too. Um, because there's also the the threat of 
how many times have you put something in front of your dog to eat and they don't like it? <laughs> so you chop off an arm, you put it there, you know, maybe you cooked it for them nicely, <laughs> you know, you, you baste it and everything like that, slow cook, and they still just kind of look at you weird with that sideways look and don't do anything. Yeah. I feel like I'd get really mad about that. <laughs> then I'd probably eat the dog. Yeah, and then you've done both, yeah. which is terrible. <laughs> and now so. you're down an arm. Um, and it's funny too. My my wife and I we we talk about the apocalypse a lot. You okay, know, we plan a lot for this type of scenario. You've got the zombie escape plan. Yeah, we got the zombie escape plan, and we also know which animals we would eat first too. Okay, and our our annoying basset hound would be the first one to go. Otis, yeah. we're gonna eat Otis because he's got good muscle tone. Okay. And he's also really loud and obnoxious, too. So he would draw a lot of attention to the property. So he's just... Which you don't want that. He's got to go. Yeah. I'm sorry, Otis. But Fair enough. Yeah. Where... All right. This is not would you rather, but in a zombie apocalypse, where are you headed? I can't tell you that. All right. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. I thought I might get the invite at this point, but apparently not. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe that'll be your Christmas gift. <laughs> there we go. I've got my plan. I'm just saying. Okay. If you want to be on the winning side, like, I was going to tell you. But. I don't know. I don't see a lot of ammunition around here. Mm. I've got lots of friends for that. <laughs> you got to have a well-balanced spectrum of people that are a part of this group. So. Yeah, yeah. I always thought, too, that if, if, you, if you timed it just right... Um, if you could find a way of locking down a Walmart, would be one of the best places. I've heard, I've heard a lot of people say Walmart. My fear of a Walmart. There's too is, many entrances, too many exits. Well, I I think you could get, you know, you're you're going to get a good barricade, but you're always going to be a target. Yeah, that's true. Like that's it's true. just a hot. I want to be, I want to be somewhere there's not a lot of people. Yeah, that's very true. And that's With not part of our plan, adequ- by the way. Adequate but, supplies. Yeah, but, no, I. I got a good plan. Yeah. I got a good zombie plan. Maybe that's another episode in itself. <laughs> that's actually so. not a bad idea. Uh, all right. So th- this is not a would you rather question, but because we both have musical, vast musical taste and long histories. I don't know where I'm going with that. But <laughs> um, this is one of my favorite like questions along this would you rather line. Mm-hmm. If you had to listen to one band for the rest of your life on an island, who would it be? Hmm. Um, I guess I would have to say uh, Murder by Death would be the one band that I would listen to for the rest of my life on an island. Really? I don't know if you've heard them before. No, I, I've heard a handful of songs. Yeah, well, I think you, I may have played one at your wedding. I was going to say you've played a handful of them at our wedding. They actually yep. was our what we we walked down the aisle to as well. Okay, yeah. So uh, it's they've got a really good collection of music. It kind of covers a lot of different subject matter, uh, different um, you know different um, emotions that you know. There's right. they've got upbeat, they've got downbeat. You know, yeah. I think I'd I'd be happy with Murder by Death for the rest of my life. There you go. I'm going to go right. see them actually uh, playing at the Stanley Hotel here in a, a month or so. Nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm kind of. If there was like a version of a you know a deadhead, you know of what 
what murder by death would be. <laughs> I, Carrie and I are, are one of those. So, <laughs> what, would, what would be your mascot? Not the multicolored bears. <laughs> uh, it'd be a, a crow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> How about you? So, uh, I've always said it would either be Green Day or Red Hot Chili Peppers. Interesting. And mostly for the vast discography that both of those bands carry. Yeah. I feel like I feel like what you're going to get run into in that situation is just getting utterly tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So the longer I can prolong that, the better. Yeah, yeah. And those it, two it, do well. It has that. to be a band with, with a lot yeah. of history behind it. Yeah, you don't want a one-hit wonder. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, yeah. Perfect. Uh, you got any others you're dying to ask? Oh, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get you back on the the heaven and hell one. All right. Um, would you rather be stuck in heaven with someone that you absolutely hate, your worst nightmare, your worst enemy that you hated in the real world, at your side day in day out, or would you rather be in hell with someone that you loved? I. <sighs> I still would say heaven because it I mean you have to take in the all encompassingly <laughs> aspect of that but I am sure there're going to be people in hell in heaven that drive me up a freaking wall um, I'm 100% sure of that fact uh, and so even if it was day in day out this person was attached to my hip um, I still have to say that's going to be better than even a brief moment in mm-hmm. hell. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Sticking to my guns, Jay. <laughs> All right. Fine. <laughs> Sticking to my guns. Fine. What about you? If you believed in heaven and if you believed in hell and eternal damnation or eternal bliss with God. I, I've been thinking a lot of these hell questions. And, you know, going back... Uh, it depends on which which version of hell you're talking about, but if it's the fire and brimstone one, you know uh, that we've talked about. I, as I mentioned before, I sweat a lot, <laughs> so I feel like I would have a, you know a level of discomfort in hell just right off of that. And I mean, obviously, hell is hell for a much bigger reason than right. that. But just the sweating part would be there'd be a lot of cheese everywhere. Um, so, you know, I think, but there's also a side of me that also. Uh, thinks that there'd also be really good music in hell too. I think mm. a lot of the good ones, well. Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain. I would I would have a different viewpoint of that. Really? Yeah. You think I, Jimmy's in heaven? Well, I think that all good things come from God, and there's some really good music. Oh, so okay. you know, there there may be some of that creative influence, and depends on if you're the evangelical of the crowd or not. Yeah, which side you're going? Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. So. I I, uh, I feel like I deal with enough annoying people in my life. <laughs> That if I had the worst one, and I, I, I'm, I'm picturing who that person is right now, and I'm, I'm not going to say the name. We all have that person. We all have picture. that person. And I, just the, the thought of being next to that person for the rest of my life just seems utterly miserable, even when you're in supposedly in the greatest place <laughs> that's ever, ever existed. Um, so I think I'd actually prefer to be in hell with someone I love. Right. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, that. It's a tough one, yeah. But if you boil it down, but 
Yeah, I'm going eternity in heaven. <laughs> so. Fine. I'm keeping all the cheese. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you could be sweaty and eat your cheese in hell. <laughs> All right, if you stuck with us. (laughs) That's the perfect way to end. That is the perfect way. So if you stuck with us through that, hopefully you had a few laughs on your drive or wherever you're listening to this. Um, But thanks for tuning in to a Christian and an atheist walk into a bar where we are trying to settle the world's problems one adult beverage at a time. You got anything else, Jay? Nope. Just make sure to follow us at christianandatheist.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social media stuff. And make sure, too, to, if you have the opportunity to uh, check out our podcast on a variety of platforms, we're available on uh, Stitcher, um, Google Play, all those different places. We've, we've tried to make it available. We're working on iTunes. We'll get on iTunes That's very right. soon. Uh, Jay make, would say iTunes is Satan. Yes, yes. If you if the, the person I was thinking of who I was going to be stuck in hell with is working with iTunes. <laughs> uh, sorry, they're probably not going to put us on now. Um, but yeah, make sure if you're listening to us on there, make sure you're rating us. Make sure you're sharing our content because um, that's how we. This is how this thing grows. This is how this thing gets an opportunity to grow some legs and move too. So, and then you know, Eddie Line, if you want to throw us a, a beer sponsorship, that'd be really cool of you. That'd, that'd be great. Yeah. Hey, make sure keep giving us feedback too. Um, we've tried to implement as many things as we've heard from you guys as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely keep letting us know how we can make this better. And if you got ideas for shows um, and topics you'd like to see covered, make sure you let us hear about those as well. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Cheers. Cheers.